0: Today on the Cubs Win Podcast, we recap the series against Atlanta with our MVP picks, preview the series against the Mets with score predictions, and we talk about Cubs news, and we also talk about the future of the team. Okay, welcome back to another episode of us recapping games. So we will start by recapping series against Atlanta odd series
1: we'll yeah very odd
0: some positives and negatives I'm sure we could agree on that
1: yep Um. yeah we hit for like the first time in th- this season I felt like yeah. we hit consistently It's really good to see yep. even though we lost the series yeah.
0: Uh game one which was pretty frustrating to be honest.
1: Yeah that that oh. didn't go so well.
0: So Cubs lost five to two. Not a lot.
1: Not a lot to talk about. Felt like they lost by a lot more than that. Because Inchuris, they, they did not hit
0: Inchuris, Homer, Yeah. So guard got a sacrifice.
1: That, uh, that was it. But um they loaded up the bases in the ninth. And Peterson, then Peterson struck out. So, yeah, yeah that that was not good. I
0: was, I was disappointed.
1: And then, to make it doubly I was, worse. really want
0: to see that. Yeah. Slam.
1: To make it doubly worse than the guy that Peterson came in to replace, Kyle Schwarber, hit a walk-off that day for the Nationals. Off,
0: off a lefty.
1: Off a lefty at that 463 guy. feet. No it it was, uh, it was rock bottom, basically. It's not great at all.
0: Yeah, I was down that day. Yeah,
1: that was, that was not that, a
0: fun I day. was super disappointed.
1: Yep, but then, hey, it kind of turned around, yep.
0: not it? All right, game two. Yeah,
1: game two. Trevor is...
0: Williams starts for us. Vince, uh hope I say this right, Oscar Yenawal.
1: Yeah some Some, some guy that threw that threw very hard
0: some guy that was doing good before he faced us too
1: yeah i think he's a rookie but to be honest i mean when you're throwing like 95 to 100 in 40 degree weather at wrigley field you're you're gonna have a lot of success regardless of how long you've been in the league because no one's really gonna hit off you but they did which was really good to see Mm -hmm. six home runs um
0: yeah, Cubs offense finally had an explosion. Musra.
1: Um say.
0: much needed.
1: Yep. Uh six home runs. Bryant got two. Contreras red hot, he got two. Um Baez got one. Three run homer from Baez. That was really good to see. Bodie got a three run homer. And uh let's see. That's
0: Williams was solid on the mound as well.
1: Yeah, four innings, I think. Four four or five innings. um, Five innings, four hits. Uh, Yeah, so just to see like 13 runs go up on the board was spectacular, and it kind of came out of nowhere. Was not expected. On
0: top top of Boat Easter and Homer, he also had an RBI double.
1: Indeed he did. It's good
0: to see him. Hitting instead of just swinging at everything in the dirt and everything. Yeah, he, he, he so,
1: Even if it's an out, he hits the ball pretty hard every time he comes up. I mean, that's been, like, the story for him since 2018, which was his rookie year. He hits the ball hard. So, you know, good to see mm-hmm. him finally getting some uh, results. He's been really been hitting into some bad luck. To start the season, so I think he had a double in yesterday's game too. So, just yeah. he's finally seeing those results, which is good. Good going forward.
0: Hopefully, it continues just like the rest of
1: yeah. the offense. It has to continue against New York too, because they've got yeah,
0: they've
1: got a stellar <laughs> rotation, and I'm pretty sure Degrom's going to be on the mound at some point. So,
0: yes, in Game Three. But we will get to that. Yeah. Anyways, Contreras, Bryant both hit two homers. Bodie hit a homer and a double. Uh, Baez three run shot. Um, so,
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, basically, the same
1: sort of thing that we've been talking about in past episodes. A lot of reliance on the home runs. Um, but you yeah. know, it was plentiful. But we saw still- that was the change. No solo shot. Yeah, still
0: had 14 hits though.
1: So. Yeah. So, like, for pretty much every hit that we got, we got, like, a home run. So that was good. You know, it wasn't like we had, like, five hits and all of them were home runs. You know, we had.
0: Somehow we still left 12 on.
1: Yeah. But what are you going to do? 13 runs. I'm not going to complain.
0: Mm-hmm. And we actually struck out less than 10 times. Yeah. It's only
1: nine. Small victory. But uh, a good victory.
0: Mm-hmm. Shall we move on to game three, unfortunately?
1: Unfortunately, I think we shall. We've covered everything in game two. I mean, we could talk about, you know, how good well, it is to see, uh, you know, Rizzo had two hits in that game, but we'll talk about him in game three. Two homeless. So game three, Uh of yep. again, 13 to
0: lose, again, 13-4. a Awful first inning from Kyle Hendricks in his first start in what?
1: I think two. I think two a week. Weeks maybe two weeks, week and a half because he was scratched because of yeah. illness. But uh, um,
0: gives up four homers in the first inning, which is a record for himself and the Cubs. So and that's really that's not good. That's
1: really awful because when you think about all the horrible pitchers that the Cubs have had over the past. Hundred or so years, and all those Terrible years that they had. Kyle Hendricks becomes the first guy to give up four home runs in the first inning. I mean, man, jeez. I mean, for all the yeah. records and all the things that guy has done, that's it. he makes history in the worst possible way. So.
0: Does it worry you a lot? No, I'm, I'm not worried.
1: I mean, he was—he missed his last start because of illness. I was—I wasn't expecting him to be very sharp. Cause he probably yeah, percent. So I'm I'm not worried.
0: At the same time, you're definitely not expecting him to give up four homers in the first. No, I
1: wasn't expecting that. But I mean, I wasn't. I don't know. I thought the Braves were going to tee off on him a little bit because I didn't think he was going to have all of his stuff going just because he had missed like a week and a half. So um,
0: yeah. Uh, Freddie Freeman sent it out of the ballpark.
1: Yeah, that was impressive. Uh, That was was just an impressive one.
0: Yeah, I think it was 420 feet or something. Yeah, it looked like it was way
1: more. I mean, that thing nearly reached Sheffield on the fly. Yeah,
0: it took a bounce and about hit the building across the street. Yeah.
1: It was was the definition of a moonshot. Yeah. So... After the first, it was kind of like, well, I mean, I guess we'll we'll see what they do.
0: Yep, four homers, six runs. Uh, had a bad memo going in the second.
1: Yeah, um, already down by six after not even first inning. But then Rizzo goes deep in the bottom of the first, makes it uh, Cubs get a pair. Javi had some sort of weird infield single to score a run yeah. and then Rizzo goes deep in the third Ooh. too
0: slid head first in the first base, and Freeman couldn't pick the ball and didn't get too far away from him but far enough to score the runner yep so I don't I, I'm not even sure what that was still no, I but, don't know you know it's a run so Pretty I'll take typical it
1: typical Javi hit to be honest one of those weird like little things that for whatever reason he turns it into like a, an effective hit yeah so it was weird little slivers off the bat but it worked so the Cubs get a run then Rizzo goes deep again in the third inning so he's got two home runs um, on the day and I think five hits in the past two games so he's really he heated up over uh, the it was...
0: yeah it seems like
1: most of them. Starting to get
0: in the groove now, thankfully. Yeah,
1: Contreras started off slow, but he got in, he's now red hot. Rizzo, uh, really heating up like he always does after like April, he always starts off really slow. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: It seems like the only people not doing anything are Hap and Hayward.
1: Yeah, I mean, I was looking into it. Hap is really. Like Bodie, early on, he's hitting us some really bad luck. Like he he had a lot of good barrel yeah. contact. He was keeping his walks down, but like whenever he hit the ball, I think he flew out to the warning track yesterday in like the mm-hmm. third inning. So he's hitting the ball. It's just yeah, going it was, right at him.
0: It's on the warning track, dead center, I believe. It yeah, was. it was. Uh, I really was thought, a, thought that was gone. I the thought ball. it was
1: gone too. I thought it was going to get like under the, the bushes up there. But I mean, if the ball if the Pretty ball is nice. used, that ball's gone for sure. Yeah. But unfortunately...
0: Jock's heating up, finally. Got two hits yesterday, including a triple and a 108-mile-an-hour single. Yep. And he took a walk, so... Yeah. Things are starting to look good yeah, for good him. Yeah, things
1: to see. I'd really, really like to see Jock uh, at least become, like, what Schwarber was, I guess, to the offense, because right now... You know, we're just not seeing those results early on. Yeah. Um, well, he's been. Yeah.
0: He's been doing good the last few games.
1: Yeah, he's he's had some yeah. solid contact. Uh, obviously not a very good fielder, but if he gets the bat going at all, like if he gets hot and the rest of these guys get hot, they should win two games. Because I honestly think yeah he, he's uh, pitching performance for future uncharacteristic. I know it's kind of a... I know the pitching is kind of like so-so, but I, I don't... I think if you yeah, played that game... But it's
0: obviously not going to give up 13 runs every game. Yeah,
1: I think if you played that game again, like next week, if Hendricks pitches against the Braves, I'd be very surprised if he gave up six runs again. Yeah. Oh uh, awesome, well,
0: Yeah, I was going to say back to Joe. He's hitting a lot of deep fly balls. <laughs>
1: Yeah,
0: just not getting that extra carry on there at the end. But yeah, the ball's, hitting the ball hard, hitting it far.
1: The ball is uh, the ball is very dead this year. MLB has decided to unjuice yeah,
0: lots, the ball. lots of balls have just been dying on the track. Yeah, it's
1: but at least they're hitting it hard, and that really turns into results mm-hmm. after a while. So I guess we just have to wait, like with the rest of these guys. We were just waiting for Rizzo. and and uh, Contreras to hit. So, anyway, hopefully those guys get it going, and if they do, hopefully Brazil Bryant um, get it, you know, continue to heat up. And uh, yeah. I don't know. Hopefully, we see a lot more ten-hit games like they had yesterday because they hit well. They just didn't pitch well.
0: I, like, I myself probably wasn't as mad about that game. Yeah. As a lot of other people, just because I was glad to see the offense really starting to get hits. Yeah. Hitting hard as usual.
1: Yeah, that was kind of my mindset, too. I was kind of thinking to myself, like, you know, we might have gotten beat, but we did get 10 hits and four runs. So, I know Mm -hmm. the Braves don't have the best pitching staff in the world, but maybe, I think like a week ago, at this time, we would have gotten like two hits, no runs.
0: Yeah, pretty much. So, interesting, because the day before, we won 13-4, and then the next day, they won 13-4, so yeah. that's an odd score to repeat.
1: It is. I don't really know what the odds are that the next day's game, the back-to-back scores are identical, but I don't know. That's baseball, and it almost makes it feel like game two didn't really happen, because then the run differential is just the same again.
0: Yeah. Tapera gave up a grand slams. So.
1: Yeah, uh, not not the best of returns for Ryan Tapera after he mm. appealed his uh, suspension. You know, he appeals it. He was going to be suspended for three games. Appeals it. Comes back. Gives up a grand slam and hits two guys. So maybe he should have taken that suspension.
0: Yeah, I was just <laughs> that's what I was about to say. Kind of wishing he was gonna. Go all the fast suspensions, so Couldn't give up. Green slam to who was it? Heredia?
1: Oh, uh, it was some no name player. They kept hitting like home runs. I don't know. The guy just kind of like golfed it into the seats for some reason.
0: Yeah he, yeah, he had two of them. He had one in the first off injury. That's right.
1: Yeah, I remember Then that.
0: the slam off to pair. Yeah,
1: it was the weirdest so he thing. Had he two. out in front of it, one handed it, and it traveled. Just they weren't like almost halfway up the bleachers, it was very strange. But we got it, and it was Grand Slam. Not a great return for our friend,
0: Brian Jacquard. Yeah, like like you're talking about, just giving up Homer to no name, Homer's to no name players like Adrians and Heredia. Yeah, not, not
1: great. Um, uh, so. I mean, Kimberl comes in, makes an appearance against his former team in the late
0: inning. Um, Pitched an inning, gave up two walks, got a strikeout. strikeout,
1: put up it a continues. zero. PRA remains at zero. Been the most dominant reliever since August of last year in baseball.
0: And it continues.
1: Yeah, it continues. And, you know, the longer it continues, the, more, the higher his price goes because... If the Cubs are, like, if they're in, like, third or treading longer or, you know, kind of, like, middling, I wouldn't put it past Jada Hoyer to, you know, go around and say, like, do you want to you know, go to the Padres or something or or, I don't know. Team in the American League saying, like, you know, any interest in Craig or whatever, teams come calling when they need bullpen help. So, yeah,
0: trying to think of teams that would – Need a reliever like
1: me. I mean, the closely. the only team I can really think of. This is gonna sound kind of weird. Would be like Milwaukee because they just love relievers, and Devin Williams hasn't been what he was last year. And I know they have Hader, but they really seem to like that like two or three headed bullpen. But there is no way in hell I would ever trade Kimbrel to them. I would. I would rather yeah, I would, I, like rather just let him walk at the end of this year and keep him then trade him to the Brewers. One because they're our division rivals, but mostly because they've Yeah, don't
0: don't want to trade within the division.
1: I mean they don't have anything to give us either. So
0: They're definitely not giving us Hader or
1: Williams or anybody. I mean they could give us I mean if we were to trade Kimbrel, I would like to get an arm or two for the farm. Because we don't have a lot of those yep. right now. We're hitting, but we don't have... So we're
0: basically just stuck on Braylon and Ryan Jensen.
1: We have Braylon, uh, Corey...
0: Cole Franklin.
1: Franklin, Jan- Jensen, but, like, I feel like Braylon is the only true ace of that whole thing, and I feel like K- with Kimbrell, it's kind of our so... opportunity to get the... Uh, like, with the White Sox Scott, They got Lucas Giolito a few years ago the Nationals so um anyway I hope his I hope he continues this because
0: maybe maybe we'll get a pitcher in the draft
1: maybe we got the 20th overall pick or the 21st pick so I mean I I wouldn't really think that whoever we draft is going to be you know very impressive um depending on how we do next year, or rather this year, we could have a top 15 pick next year. So, I mean, we'll see. But um, uh, I'm, I'm really – I love watching Craig pitch nowadays just because he's so dominant. But um, I'm really every time I watch him pitch, I'm hoping he puts up a zero because I know that other teams are probably going to start watching him soon and thinking, like, you know, oh, this is the missing piece that we need. But I can't really think of a team that needs both of us like that. So, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I'm sure there's a team out there, but there's no, like, 2016 Cubs where the team's, like, dominating and they think, oh, we just need that one guy and that's it. So, I don't know, maybe that team will
0: I, I feel like okay. I feel like a team in the AL West would probably go after them. Like any of the Angels, Astros, Athletics.
1: Uh yeah. Is there, well
0: like anyone that's just kinda close to being a top like I have the Astros winning by like eight games or something, but I don't know. It could go either way. So you could see the Astros <coughs> game or athletics or Angels. No Angels pitching isn't great at all.
1: Yeah, that's true. I know. The, uh, and they're definitely
0: contenders.
1: I know the Astros the are in last place because they have COVID and everything. And they had to place a bunch of. They don't have COVID, but they did kind of what we did. They had to place basically their entire firepower, like all their ammunition, on the injured list because they were concerned about it. And yeah. I think they're starting to come back. Brayden and Alvarez. Yeah. Altuve was in there. Um, and Oakland's one 9th Street. Or like 8th Street something like that so it's like um we'll see i don't think the astros or the a's or the angels well maybe the angels angels have a good farm system but i don't think the astros or the a's really have anything that of substance that we would need but we'll see for now we just gotta you know that's still a while away so for now we just kind of like hope that he does as good as he can
0: Come around the trade deadline. We'll do some mock trades and all. Oh yeah, that.
1: we'll definitely, uh, we'll definitely be talking about this a lot more. Um, uh, you know, we'll mm-hmm. be, we'll probably be talking about Kimbrel, Gryas, you know, of course, if the Cubs like start winning, I, they're not going to trade these guys. But, um, yeah.
0: Yeah, we need. Which we should probably start doing soon.
1: Yeah. We should well, I think we should honestly trade some of these guys no matter what. Because we're not gonna resign some of them. So That's probably gonna be the case. Yeah. Um anyway, that wraps so, up the uh raid series, I think. MVP of the series.
0: MVP I'm
1: got? gonna say I don't know, I mean it was it was so weird because after game one I thought to myself the only MVP here was probably gonna be a pitcher. But then they all like hit over the weekend, mm-hmm. so I'll say Bryant, he had three for four game, uh four RBIs, two home runs in game two. So that was a monster performance. So I'll say Chris. He's really been carrying us. Uh
0: I'll go with Wilson. Yeah. Three homers in that series, one in the first game, two in the second. So, all well, that Brewer series really sparked him up.
1: Yeah, he uh, he kind of caught fire there, huh? Yeah, woke him up a little bit.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We're still well, mad about that, by the way. Well, let's see if I'm still seeing many Brewer fans <laughs> in comment sections and on threads demanding that he's suspended for some reason. Which is ridiculous.
0: They're clueless. Anyways, on to the Mets that come. Yep.
1: This is going to be. Game one this tomorrow. It's going to be an interesting one.
0: We're going to be on ESPN again.
1: Uh. Really? I thought it was Padres Dodgers.
0: Well, that bat says we're on ESPN tomorrow.
1: Really? Really? Oh, okay. Well, I didn't know that. But yeah, okay, I guess we'll get to watch it. Neither
0: do I. And we'll be on Marquee as well, so I don't know if it's like.
1: Well, I mean, it's not.
0: On the side ESPN channels. Or...
1: Oh, no, yeah. Uh, Padres Dodgers is Sunday Night Baseball. Okay. I was thinking like the end of the series, but yeah, you're right. It is on ESPN tomorrow. Alright, so we will be. Wow.
0: Hopefully we don't get embarrassed two games in a row. Yeah, uh, I hope not. Um, I got Taiwan Walker on the mound, and we have okay. Um Walker does not have a good track record at all. So hopefully we can light him up.
1: Yeah, hopefully he continues.
0: He's like one of the pitchers I hate the most. I do not like him at all.
1: Oh, How come?
0: I, this is just a point where everybody was... Acting like he's a decent arm when he's really horrible. And uh, just D-Back's fame was annoying Didn't with him. did he
1: it. come from like Dorado? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I thought.
0: Which. Which he was uh, from Arizona first.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, okay. Now I remember. Um,
0: it was like 2016 or 2017. Everybody was acting like he had a good year, but had Like three ninety three Fip or something. Yeah,
1: I think he's kinda of overrated. We were listed as one of his uh suitors. Um
0: Yeah, I'm glad we didn't yeah, get him. Instead
1: we got Harietta. He's doing has been kinda of okay, but yeah. I mean I think it, I think that's a good okay walker.
0: Yeah, it was like twelve million a year for two years. Yeah. Something like yeah. that. Um it's got a decent ERA this year, but Three starts, maybe. I don't know the peripherals and thing. I just know a two sixty one ER ring. It's all at that bad showing.
1: Yes. What? So Mets series. We got Walker tomorrow, Tuesday.
0: Walker and area. Yeah, I'm yep. Tuesday, seven forty p.m. Eastern time, but I okay. live in so Eastern time zone. i like, another
1: like parental.
0: Six forty. For the central yeah. people often.
1: Um and then who do we got on Wednesday? I'm assuming probably Zach Davies. What
0: what's your score prediction for the first game? Oh, or?
1: first game, um oh gosh. See here's the thing, according to all the like Met pages I've seen, they can't hit with runners in scoring position. Which is weird. I don't know why. Considering all the guys that they have on that team, I would think that they would hit runners in scoring positions, but they just don't. So, um, uh, I don't know. I think the Cubs will
0: hit again. I'm going to say like 5 3 Cubs. I think we're going to shell Walker. I really dis like I said, I really dislike him, and we hope him for us to just obliterate him. So, we'll go 7 3. All
1: right. Guns right. and crew to two games below 500. Game two. Game
0: two. We have David Peterson versus Zach right, Davies. Days.
1: Okay, this is going to be a fun one. Let day. us
0: hope that Zach Davies does not repeat his last two starts.
1: I don't Please. think Peterson is that good either, though. Yeah,
0: he's not
1: yeah, that good. Yeah, I think he's just okay. But so this could this could be like a slugfest.
0: It's, he was a rookie last year. Yeah, pretty sure he was a rookie a last year.
1: So maybe he's like progressing a little bit. Um, hmm. I mean, this is an interesting one because if they if the Cubs continue to hit like they've been doing, then and like if I know Davies he isn't horrible, but he isn't exactly like he isn't exactly like like an ace. So the Mets hit at Wrigley and it warms up a little bit because it's going to snow tomorrow, because then I think it warms up. So, it could be a high-scoring game.
0: Oh, snowing in Indiana, oh, yeah, too. Okay. I don't yeah, know why, Um,
1: Let's see. What prediction for you?
0: Your prediction. Uh,
1: I, I don't know. I have this like gut feeling it's going to be a high-scoring game. I don't really know who's going to win. I mean, I'll say it: the Cubs wins like ten to six. Um, but I don't know. Who knows? It could be like one 1-0 0 or something. I mean, yeah. Yeah. We'll see.
0: This is probably going to be the most interesting game because you know, two not very good pitchers are on the mound and. Can't really tell what's going to happen. Yep. Oh. let see. I'll go on um, f- five, four Cubs. Kind of All right.
1: Close game. Still, teams get their runs in. Um. And then game three, I'm going to this one.
0: Yeah. DeGrom versus
1: Williams Oh, oh okay. boy
0: DeGrom already has 35 strikeouts Alright right. uh, <laughs>
1: See the last time I went to Wrigley Field And saw DeGrom pitch against the Cubs Javier Baez hit a three run home run in So is that his 100th one.
0: That, that was
1: his 100th home run So Cubs, Cubs won that game yes. They scored two off DeGrom but that was in like the middle of the summer so, it's April, so it's a lot colder, and DeGrom is already dominating, like he always does. So,
0: like you're talking about, something else Mets pages are always talking about is how DeGrom never gets any run for It's like, I feel like we could possibly walk away with a win, like one nothing yeah, or something. I
1: mean, it's so, so weird. I don't understand. I don't understand the Mets, to be quite honest. I don't understand how they function or work. They're just odd. I mean, like, even with Steve Cohen, they just are kind of like an odd thing. Like, who's, who's owner takes to Twitter to yeah. just, like, update the fans on what's going on? Like, only the Mets owner would do that. So it's just, they're just odd. And I don't understand how you yeah, don't weird. DeGrom front support every time. I think DeGran has, like, a, more losses than wins over the past three years, and he's won, like, two Cy Young Awards. So, I. I I don't even know how that's possible. Um, so we we could walk away with the win. Um, it, it honestly depends on how Williams does. But if he's not good, they will. Yeah, if he
0: pitches like his first and his third, start, so we should be all right as long as the Mets continue to not give the Grand one support.
1: Yeah, I mean, if, if Williams is terrible, then. I mean there's nothing that I mean we can't like, there's nothing that we can do. But um I don't know, I'll say like
0: the Mets lost seven two to the Rockies.
1: Yeah, I'll say I don't know, I'll say like the Cubs win like three to three to two. Like it could this is a very uh fifty fifty prediction because like your ground is super good but Yeah.
0: Like I mean, they don't they don't support him at all. So, you know. So I'll just say it like this. Um. Uh, how, like, like setting aside how bad the Mets are when Degrom pitches, like basing this off actual skill, I would say the Mets would win one to nothing. Yeah. But when you factor in. The Mets not being able to give Degrom runs, I would say the Cubs one yeah, to nothing.
1: 50-50. So <laughs> I'm going to this game. This is gonna be fun.
0: Yeah, I'm going with our first sweep of the year. The Mets will not give Degrom a single run. We'll that would, win. That win would win
1: honestly win. be hilarious because the Mets are supposed to be like NL champs yep. according to a lot of Met pages. So all right. That, that's gonna be games two and three. Gonna be very interesting because the Mets are just
0: really hope that happens. Yeah,
1: uh, man, this is gonna be fun. I can't. I can't wait to go to this game because the Mets. I, I'm not kidding when I say like they are notorious for not giving the ground run support. This isn't like a one or two season thing. Mm-hmm. Like for his whole career, I think they've just been horrible. What,
0: you're I'm going, going to that on game? Thursday.
1: Yeah, I'm going to game three. Sure. Oh, oh boy! Where are you sitting? sitting uh, it's a uh, lower level, I think. It's like, you know, the the main walkway that separates the lower seating area from like the higher seating area that kind of like begins to go under the upper deck. I'm sitting like right there behind a the railing, so good seats. I'll I'll take like a picture and put it on hmm. my story so that everyone can see it. But uh, yeah. Okay.
0: Um, am to get an early podcast out the next day, unless you want to do it the well, night before.
1: We'll,
0: uh, we'll discuss we'll that see. later.
1: Um, Alright, so...
0: So, both have us sweeping the at the very minutes, least, taking the series. Basically because the offense cannot support yeah, I mean, the Grom. Um Yeah. Like we said, 50-50 on game three. It just all depends if the Mets are able to give the Grom runs. If only we had Victor Caratini. Yeah, Paretine
1: I got the I, I was thinking about that today. Two home mm-hmm. runs against him. Oh, that was. As the years go on, that gets more and more impressive. I mean, yeah, because yeah, that was really great. Does. That was back when the Grom was like, like he was—he had won the side Young, but he wasn't like. I felt like he wasn't really, like, the ground that Like, he was still kind of, you know, he was dominant, but he wasn't... I don't know. Now he's, like, a surefire Hall of Famer. So, yeah. Alright. Yeah.
0: So... Okay, so... That... That's all the... That's the recap of Atlanta series and the preview of Mets series, so we do have a couple things to talk about news wise for the Cubs. Um,
1: so uh,
0: I don't know if we did we talk about when we activated, yeah, we talked
1: about that last episode, I believe.
0: Um, okay, we've all we uh, DFA earlier,
1: uh, Tapara was suspended for three games for apparently throwing at Woodruff. I don't think it was intentional. But the league did and suspended him three games. So that was BS. And then Ross was suspended again.
0: Ross uh, also suspended yes, Ross for was breathing. Ross was for
1: standing there and chewing gum. For some reason. Um, <laughs> it, was, it was ridiculous. And um.
0: The league just gets yeah, softer by the year. Uh,
1: so stupid, because it's just like Cubs have been hit far more than any other team in baseball since 2015. And the league does nothing about it. And then when the Cubs huh. even so much as attempt to retaliate, the league immediately suspends the manager and the pitcher. So. Yep. Anyway, um, ridiculous. Sapera is back. Ross is back. Um,.
0: Kinda wishing DePar wasn't back. Like talked about his grandson yeah, that, that he gave that up to.
1: Um, so that and that's like was, that's all that there is for that situation. Um, then mm-hmm. it's very uh, yesterday
0: activated Brandon Workman and Winkler, yeah. and sent Strope and Steel back to the alternate site. I was really wishing, hoping that we kept Steele up. Yeah, he he's a lot doing really volume.
1: good. I hope that he develops into at least an effective reliever, if not a starter. Because he could be like Alec Mills, but with a fastball. He could kind of be that swingman type.
0: Yeah, good lefty is what we need, so hopefully yeah, he comes back he up soon.
1: I don't really see why they wouldn't bring him back up. I mean, selling So... Um, yeah, I'd expect to back up at some point. Uh, trope was also doing pretty well. He put up mm-hmm. a scoreless inning or two when he was up here. Um, so maybe they'll find a spot for him on the roster later this year. But, yeah. Hopefully. And then, um. very interesting yeah. news yesterday um, in regards to uh, Baez. And the uh contract situation.
0: Well when you think about it when you think about it, it's Yeah, goodness, I mean to be it, honest.
1: the Cubs, according to this report by Buster Olney of ESPN, I hope I'm saying that right. I'm probably not. I, mean, I Um the Cubs offered before the pandemic, like right like during the middle of normal spring training, they offered him a uh uh, uh, deal in the range of six to nine years um, worth around $180 million. And that's a pretty major deal when you consider that Xander Bogarts of the Boston Red Sox got, I think, six years, 120, something like that. So, I mean, they were ready mm-hmm. to pay Baez. And you have to remember that at the time, he was a two-time All-Star in 18-19, and in 2018, he had finished second in NL MVP voting. Um, he had gold glove defense. I know he didn't win the gold glove until after 2020, but he was still obviously the top defender at the position um, in the previous two years. Um, and he was arguably their most marketable player in the face of the, he was becoming the face of the franchise. So, I mean, they were ready to pay this guy and then, you know, off hell broke loose. Um, but, he, but importantly, the most important thing oh. is even before the pandemic happened, he turned it down. So that's the interesting part.
0: Yeah, He thought he was going to get better, but he's
1: like he's quite the opposite, to be honest.
0: So, good thing that he turned that down. We were paying
1: this guy like $20 million and we were thinking to ourselves, he's hitting $200. That would be such a nightmare. It would change so many things because then they would probably be like, oh my god. You know, not only do not only are we struggling after the pandemic, but now we have like this big contract that no one is going to want, and this guy that apparently can't get for anything anymore. So, oh man, uh, I read that yesterday, and I thought, oh man, my goodness! Thank God we didn't do that.
0: Yeah, we dodged a big, yeah, because, big, like, big I ball mean, thing.
1: I'm not saying that Baez can't come back. like where he was at least but I think over the past two years he's hitting around 250 and he's having a lot of trouble with fastballs in the zone to start off this year and to be honest his plate discipline is just not improving and I don't think that swing is going to age well either as he gets older so
0: he's swinging he's swinging and missing at pitches right down the middle of the plate Yeah, I mean and
1: you see what like guys like Bryant and Rizzo do. Like when they're down two strikes, you know, Rizzo chokes up and he just kinda like almost one hands the pitch, you know, regardless if it's a hit or not, in the like left center field or whatever, Bryant just kinda sticks the bat out. Sometimes it goes out by a miracle of physics, but Fias is just swinging and missing and almost falling down every time. And it's just ah, that's painful to watch.
0: Yeah. Um, so, yeah, big bullet dodge. Definitely didn't want to give him no, that no, money quite yet.
1: I mean, he'll be hard pressed to find someone that's gonna pay him that much. Because he he unless he has,
0: yeah, it takes it takes some real yeah, desperation. I
1: mean, the the most interesting part about the whole thing isn't that like that the Cubs, like, revoked the deal or something. It's that he actually thought that he was going to get more. And that, the Cubs gave him a huge offer. Like, this is, that's, if he, if that's, like, six over 180, I think that's close to $30 million a year. So, he he actually, I mean, he actually thought he was going to get more. Yeah. That's 30 um, exactly. And it's it's good for the Cubs. I mean, I don't know how, um the pandemic has affected them, but at least it shows that they didn't cheat down on him or whatever. I mean, they were ready to pay him. He was just like, nah. I'm not going to take it.
0: Yeah. um, It's looking like his value is around 10 to
1: 15. I I don't think he's what we thought he was. That's my thoughts.
0: I, I think I'm It was fun watching him in 2018 and
1: 2019. He was El Mago. He Uh, was the MVP. He was the next big superstar in the league. You know, people were talking about how someday maybe they'd retire his number. And then, oh, well, I don't know. I think think he got lucky, to be honest. I think he kind of caught up
0: starting to see a slow transition or slow but speeding up of Chris Bryant becoming my favorite yeah, player, no. yeah, drifting away from Harvey, It's, just, it's too bad, fortunately,
1: because you know he's a great guy. And I mean, we're talking about him like he's about to leave, like this is the end of the season. I mean, he probably could, in all honesty, he probably will, but I mean, yeah, I mean, he's a great guy
0: we know they all they all like Bryant, Rizzo, Contreras-wise, they all want to be in a coach uniform in their lifetime.
1: I mean, mean, Hoyer literally came forward last winter and the first thing he said as like president of baseball operations was oh, by the way, we're not keeping all these guys. And he was like, that's just not possible. And I don't blame him either because if you gave all those guys exactly what they wanted like if you gave Rizzo $100 a hundred million over five years, and if you gave Brian like I don't know if Brian still thinks he's worth two hundred million if he produces this year, he probably is, but if you let's say you gave Brian like you know two hundred million buys two hundred million, you'd have a gigantic payroll I mean with like no space to add anything for the next who knows how long so yeah, I mean, it would just that's not even including compared so
0: um, uh, got lots of young guys. that uh, are looking pretty good in the miles. Come yeah, up gotta, in a few years, so
1: gotta, I think it'll be worth the win for them. them. You gotta. I mean, that's what Hoyer's doing. He's coming in here and he's just thinking to himself, you know. Uh, I mean, we we love these guys, but they're not they're not great to yeah, keep around the sure just because of what we've seen from them over the past few years. Their offense is slowly declining. Individually, they're good, but I don't think this mixture is great to keep around like the Braves of the 90s where they ran it back out for 14-13 years.
0: I like to see us keep half, though. I'm sure he would be reasonable with pricing. For like
1: two or three years from now, and because his, his contract is up after 2023, so that I'm sure they'll figure that out because he seems, he seems legit. I think he'll start hitting at some point this year. He's been walking a lot, so um, yeah, yeah. I'd love to see them be packed. Yeah, it's so
0: always fun watching him bring a home.
1: Kind of like I don't really know how to describe it. It kind of has shades of Griffey, I guess, without even taking a pen. Fun to watch him hit. I remember when I wanted him traded. Mm-hmm. He struck out all the time.
0: <laughs> what? Yeah, well, when you look at his career offensive stats, like, it's, and, I don't know if any year he's been up, he's had a WRC plus below yeah, maybe I mean, 110.
1: I remember in 2017, he was. there. I have some old Sports Illustrated article from he was written up as like the next big Cubs back come to Wrigleyville, and he obviously had the potential and the power, and we saw it early on, but the strikeout were off the charts. So then he got sent mm-hmm. back down for like almost all of 2019, and he's then like. On fire ever since just completely new guy
0: yeah okay. okay, so it was twenty eighteen which was yeah you know, one oh six w r c plus and a three twenty nine w m b a so you know he's always been above average his whole career offensively, so yeah, I think he's a good guy to build around in the future with, with the imagine in or outfield of Brodeer, Hap, and Davis. What did you
1: say the first Defa. guy? Oh. Bro- oh, Roder. Oh, okay. Oh. Roder. Yeah, I, I think Bro- so. Bro- I think that's called that I used to, I used to call him Roderer. And then I think i heard, I think someone said, no, it's Roderer. I'm not,
0: I'm not sure. Yeah. This is one of all I saw. But I know, He's he's a, he's a good piece
1: to keep around.
0: Top, top six. Yeah, he's, uh, he's in, he was in the
1: top five, and then they decided to load up the farm system, so they kind of slid backwards a little bit. But I think he's still in the top ten. Um, kind of reminds me of a yeah, uh, Brandon Nimmo with like his abilities and his swing. Just kind of like you know the outfielder with good feeling and hmm. good contact. Some power. Uh,
0: hopefully, he can average a 140 WRC plus over yeah, a three-year span, like Nemo as well. Who
1: knows if he'll be that good? But I don't know. Just the profile, I guess. The swing, another you know, very smooth, like uh, uh, definitely yes, ready for games, So, uh, he's not quite ready yet. I mean, we saw that he was very raw in the spring training, but. Oh my goodness, he's gonna be very awesome. He's, yeah.
0: you know, he's hitting the ball hard. Yeah. Just like just like we're talking about. Yeah, it's always I mean, right at somebody. Like I saw him hit like all hundred and six miles an hour to, right to the right fielder yeah. sometimes I mean, he in turn something like that. He has
1: massive power but he also has like a good hit tool too, i right? so
0: He's, he's not that big yeah, of a I think, guy I think either. He's so you like, he's
1: he's, he's like the I know that's a huge comparison to make because Mookie Betts is the second best player in baseball. But, I mean, he is, you know, the swing is kind of similar. You know, he's kind of, he's a small guy, plays the outfield, but uh, he's he's got power and he gets well. So it'd be great if he could turn into the next Mookie Betts.
0: hmm
1: Somehow. Um, yeah. Um, Excited for the um, future uh, for sure. Him, Rotor Hat, that'd be a great outfield. And then um you know, we got a ton of shortstops too. too. Hernandez, Howard, all those guys. So Yeah.
0: Uh guys yeah. a trade of four Yeah, um,
1: Yeah, got, got a bright future for sure.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, we yeah, have to probably. find a new manager probably. by to, tender, probably.
1: Get them, too, probably. over. We'll see if they extend him. Who knows? They could. But, um. Yeah. Hopefully he, he starts so making better he, decisions. Basically, he only did 60 games last year, so he's probably just like. He's yeah. still learning. Um. I think we took.
0: Like they say. Like they yeah. say, the catchers make the best managers, so I, it's just hope I know hope that at the end of this that. tenure, I'll yeah. add one last thing
1: before we close this out, but at the end of this tenure, I know people were very frustrated with Joe Madden because they lost nine straight games in September and the bullpen management yeah. was not great, but I do think there were some things that Joe Madden did that we didn't see and kind of overlooked that we took for granted because, I mean... He was a manager for years before. like he, he had been around baseball much longer than Ross had been before becoming a manager. He had already been to the World Series. So I think just Madden's experience and his knowledge of what to do in certain situations is something that Ross doesn't know yet. So I think we maybe took some of that for granted. But that's just me. I love Joe. So.
0: Yeah. Yep. definitely was the best manager we ever had.
1: Anyway, I think
0: that's it. Well, I believe so. Well, make sure you follow us on Instagram, CubsWayne, and...